Well, hello there. This is Julie D from NordonHills.News in the Gary Miller studio. And I have today um, as a guest, and you've heard him before, Chris Wolerski from CND Plumbing. That's right. This is the third podcast I think we're doing. Is that right? Yes, number three. Right. By popular demand. We're back. <laughs> right. So um, we actually have people sending questions. It's getting very exciting. Yeah, I think last time we were talking, I don't know if we had time to uh, talk about There was uh, one lady who had called. Uh, Actually, asked... I think she put the message on while we were podcasting. That's right. That's why we didn't answer it, because we were kind of busy at the moment. Yeah, she had a question about, uh, I think she wanted to adjust her tub drain. She uh, would go to take a bath, fill up the tub with water, and she'd get in, and the water would slowly leak out. And even though she had the trip lever in the position where it would hold water in the tub. So that could be a couple of things. There's uh if it's a regular old style drain, it's the where trip lever where you pull the lever up to keep the water in the tub. You can do a couple things. One, you can unscrew the faceplate and pull the linkage out. And there's a brass weight at the bottom of the linkage. And that can be adjusted on a threaded rod. So it's pretty simple to do. So if she uh would have that problem she could take that out or someone she knows could take that out lengthen the linkage and put it back in and that should take care of the problem so she didn't contact you to help her with it no she didn't she just contacted me online with a question about it well maybe she's listening and she'll find out although i know you did answer her online though too right it was a teachable moment for everybody it was well um did you have any other questions from adoring fans had some questions uh there seems to be a lot of talk lately about tank type heaters versus tankless heaters. Well, it is a tankless job. It is a tankless job. But I'm cheap. Anyway, they can't see that expression on your face, I, Chris. And, and thank God. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, there's a couple of things. Uh, mainly, tank type water heaters are just uh, probably the kind that everybody's used to in their basement, where it stores say 40 to 50 gallons of water. And uh, it stays in that tank until you need it. So the knock on that is it's uh, heating water continuously. Well, heating water all the time, even when you're not using it. So now with the tank tankless heaters, it's more of an on-demand system. So there's no storage in there. As you turn on a faucet, the hot water, the hot water faucet, the hot part of the faucet anyway. The water starts to come out, and it gets heated instantaneously as the demand is there. So when you shut the faucet off, the water heater or the tankless heater stops heating the water. So those are two uh, two big differences. And I don't really know that there's one that's better than the other, but right now the costs or the installation costs for a tankless heater, if you have a tank type, is pretty significant. So if you have a tank type heater and you replace it, you would be somewhere between the eight hundred to a thousand dollar mark. If you were to take out a tank type heater and put in a tankless one, you'd probably be closer to anywhere, say, from fifteen hundred to almost three thousand dollars, depending on what kind of work needed to be done to accommodate the tankless heater. Wow, well that's a significant savings. Yeah, it's a it's it's quite a bit more expensive to put a tankless heater in uh, now if you have a tank-type heater. 
Now, is that like a popular thing? Is that what like the cool kids are doing? That's what the cool kids are all doing, so everybody wants to do it. And you say whatever, whatever you want, whatever right. you wish. Whatever you wish. It doesn't much matter to me. Any other questions from Adoring fans? No, not not uh, not that I have. How about you? Did anybody contact you with any questions? I have questions. All right, so question one. What things do you need to consider when burying... Question one. How many are there? Well, you know, there are five. Oh, wow. What things do you need to consider when burying water lined in ground? When you're burying a water line, it has, especially where we live, it has to be a minimum of... I th- actually, I think it's three feet below the below ground level. It has to be below the frost level. That actually may be a little deeper. It may be like 42 inches, but that's one thing. I and can I can dig it. The other thing would be to uh, backfill the hole with uh, either sand or gravel, something that's not going to um, cause a hole uh, in the piping material later on down the road. Those now, is be- there a certain time of year that you would recommend doing this? Well, the only obvious thing would be not in the winter, only because it's harder to dig in the winter. But uh, other than that, I mean, you could do it any time of the year if you wanted to. Well, the last couple winters, it hasn't been too bad. But this winter, you know, the ground did freeze quite a bit. Yeah, and that's uh, you get quite a bit of the uh, frost heat from that, too. So that's always a concern. So you have to make sure you're down far enough. If you're down around in this area, if you're down, like I said, 42 to 48 inches, you're safe. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Right, question two. Question How two. many shutoff valves do you need in home, in a home, and are there different types of shutoff valves? Well, I don't know that there's any set number that you have to have. One you would uh, have to have where the water enters your house or comes into your house on the outside. That would be one for sure. Having uh, other shutoffs is it's just more a matter of convenience or service shutoff. But it doesn't um, have anything to do with like how many bathrooms you have or. Well, if we're talking about shutoffs that are, or like stops that are underneath the fixture, it's good to have one for every fixture. So like in your bathroom mainly, uh, use that as an example, because you can see one, the, the shutoff where the toilet would be most of the time, because that's exposed. So you'd want one there, and you'd want one underneath where your uh, lav sink is too, one on the hot, one on the cold. Same thing for the kitchen. So in case there's ever an emergency and you have to shut it off, you can access those or get to them quickly. You're not running in the basement or... You know, something else going to, like, the furnace room to try and find the right shutoff valve. Well, that's a good point. It's like if something happens, you like to cut it off right where the problem happens. Right. So the rest of the house isn't affected. Right. You just isolate that one fixture you're trying to work on. That makes sense. You're making way too much sense, Chris. Oh, wow. That's a first. <laughs> Number three. What can you do to stop water pipes from banging when you turn the water off? I thought we had a banging question similar to this last we did did we answer it you know um i think it was related to banging but it was like more like why Mm. sometimes when you shut a faucet off quickly it sends like a shock wave through the water system and it'll cause a pipe to bang around so sometimes you it, it depends sometimes you can do some things to secure the pipe to keep them from moving around but um a lot of times you can't get to them, so you're kind of stuck in that regard. You can only do so much. Also, like water hammer, if that's what uh, this question refers to, you can put air hammer arresters on, which are just air chambers that you can mostly they attach to your uh, 
washing machine by the hoses and that stops that shock wave from coming because usually shock waves happen from a quick closing valve in a washing machine or a dishwasher are two examples of something that would be a quick closing valve all right i'm gonna have to just trust that your answers are correct you know <laughs> <laughs> right all right question four what makes a good faucet what should you look for what should you look for well good material i guess would be the most important and uh a name that you trust or you know, for example, uh, a faucet that would be made out of brass, solid brass is always good. Anything made out of plastic is uh, something I'd stay away from. There are faucets that are completely made out of plastic. They're pretty inexpensive, but uh, that would be something I would stay away from. But anything that's made out of like a brass material or chrome-plated brass would be something that would be good. Wow, plastic. I don't think I've seen that. Do they, do they look shiny like they're made out of metal, but not? Yeah, well, the covering is a, a cheap. Well, chrome plating and the actual faucet body is completely plastic like hmm. where you thread the water lines on and the faucet body itself are all plastic I guess you get what you pay for that's true alright my last question at least on my list does it make a difference for a, a gas hot water tank versus an electric no most of the time it's just what you have in the house um and depends how much you pay for fuel, what you pay for gas, what you pay versus uh, electricity. Um, normally, electric water heaters are uh, are a little less efficient, just because it it's not the best way to heat water using electricity. Uh, gas water heaters are a little better in that regard. But as far as one being better than the other, or they're not. You know, they're they're both relatively the same. Yeah, I know because. For the longest time we always had you know electric heat and and i you know it, it just when you get a house it's like it just depends on what you get right like i mean said. some of the houses that were built all electric and they received a discount from the power company by having all electric appliances so that that certainly could be one reason the other one could be that maybe gas isn't available in the area or people don't want to do propane and have a tank outside and have it delivered for example just for that well like for a stovetop i mean sometimes the it's a little adjustment when you have the flames. Right. Now, I don't I don't know if that means, like, all of their, everything in their house would be gas. Right. I guess that's maybe how that would work. Right. It's really complicated when you have a house. It is. And um, we have two extra people in the studio today. We have Jim Davison, who is a, our sound engineer. He's making us sound so good in our new studio. And his son, Zach, is in our audience today. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So Jim actually has a question related to plumbing. I didn't even, I didn't even notice Jim has a Bradford White hat on. Oh, <laughs> I get all these hats from my wife's shop. I, speaking of your wife, did you uh, have a question that she might have? Are you guys at a discussion yes, about them? Yes, well, uh, Chris the Plumber Guy is with us live today here in the studio. I am live. I've got a question that has been battling between my wife and I for 26 years now. Oh, see, yeah, I, I also marital so, disagreements. Yeah. That's that, that's my that's my uh, second, specialty. Second specialty, right? So, this is the scenario, Chris. Mm -hmm. I do most of the cooking in the house, right. and whenever I cook bacon, mm -hmm. sausage, I ground beef, whatever, the leftover grease I put into old ragu and pickle jars, and I throw it away. But her thing is, is the argument every time is, you're the only one I've ever seen do that, Jim. I've never seen anybody do it, and I don't know anybody that 
throws their grease in the jar and throws it away. Everybody I know throws it down the drain, but I said that's why we had our copper pipes replaced a couple of years ago with PCV pipe mm. because we only had a hole going through the pipe the size of a pencil if that and the water was not going down. So now Chris is going to break this 26-year-old rift between us. Dr. Phil is not available. Yeah, we couldn't get Dr. Phil. You'll have to settle for me. So she says that it's okay to, when you get done cooking baking, that pour it's it just pour right down the drain. It's the perfect. Garbage disposal right. on and let it go That's down it. with yeah. hot water. Yeah. Um, no. Talk to me. Yeah, no, that would uh, be something I would never do, and I wouldn't advise uh, anyone to do this. It's, uh, Lori, is it? Is that your one? Yeah, Lori, no more. No more dumping the grease down the drain. Always uh, keep it in a jar, and then when it gets cold or congeals, then you throw it away. Now, pouring the grease down a drain is uh, definitely something you want to stay away from because, like you just mentioned a minute ago, you know, even if you run, people think, well, if I pour grease down a drain, I run hot water, it'll it'll be all right because it'll, you know, it'll just make its it'll way out. It'll leave the yeah, sink. Right, it'll leave the, certainly. It'll dissolve. Right, and then 10 feet down the line when the water cools off and the grease starts to get thick and... Congeal. Congeal, exactly, if I may use that word. That's a good word. Yeah. Um, on the pipes, that's exactly what's going to happen, like you said. It'll uh, it'll build up on the sidewalls of the pipe, and it'll basically start to shrink the opening down to something that's quite a bit smaller than the pipe size itself. And then you'll have to constantly snake it to keep it open. And, and grease is a funny thing to, <clears throat> to uh, snake through. It's almost like... It's almost like sticking the cable like into jello. You can kind of poke a hole in there and you'll open it up for a while, but once you pull the cable back out, it tends to kind of close up on itself again. So that's that's goes into what you were just saying about having the pipes replaced as as opposed to say Well, I've showed her jars like maybe that have sat there for months if I didn't cook something like that. And I could show her that it's actually turned white inside the jar and a little bit tough and like, right jello like you're saying right and she yeah. wants to, to heat where it's almost a solid right and she wants to heat it up and stuff it down the drain right 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 so so your <laughs> so your answer is jim you are right that's right yes yeah, something i i never heard in my house chris you're right this would go in your <laughs> jim you are right thank you laura <laughs> you're let listening. the record show let, that's right and, so. and another thing I, you know you see all these commercials for the touchless faucet i don't know right. anybody that has one but mm -hmm. Like, do they drip after a while like regular faucets? Because all I see them do is wave their hand over the faucet and the water comes out and they wave it again and it stops. Are those electrified? And if so, I mean, do they have their faults too compared to just turning it on by yourself? Yeah, they, uh, they're relatively new. I, I have run into, they're battery operated. So that, that's how they work. But um, they do shut off basically again, kind of like we were just talking about, Julie, like a solenoid valve, just like a dishwasher or a washing machine shuts the water off like it's basically like a door closing real fast on the water and uh they do drip a little bit i haven't run into uh, too many that have uh, needed to be serviced yet other than uh batteries being changed but there are some particular things that, and i don't know if it's still like this but the few that i've put in there when you put the battery pack underneath the kitchen sink the wire that comes from it can't touch anything metallic so you have to be very careful when you put the wire that goes to the battery box down there that it can't touch anything metallic or else it, it um, I don't know if it shorts it out or what, but it doesn't work correctly. So in my opinion, I, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't put, lazy. yeah, right. I wouldn't put one in my house, but that, uh, you know, that's just me. Now, 
that, that does bring up a couple questions. If you do have one of those kinds, is there a manual way to turn the water on, off and on? Or do you always have to do it the magic way? No, I think you always have to do it the magic way. So if for some reason your battery is out, then you can't use your faucet. That's right. Which, which would right. not be good. <laughs> right. Do you know yeah. what kind of battery? Is it a special watch battery? or No, it's it's not. It, uh, I, I believe they're like AA batteries. It would be it's, the kind I wouldn't have, you know. It's right, yeah, that would be, yeah. You'd have everything but that. Exactly. Right. So as the battery gets older, then you're just swiping your hand like crazy to try to get right, some water to make it, to come yeah, out. Have it, right, to make it come on. It's I, going, it's going. Yeah, I mean, there's some ideas in plumbing that are good. I'm not a big fan of that one. Even in like commercial restrooms, because that's where it all came from. What's oh. A touchless restroom where you want to go in and... You would put your hand under something, and it right. would turn on. And, and I'm sure everybody has a story that they've gone into a restroom, and they wave their hand yes. under it three, four, five times, and it doesn't come on. They'll go to the next sink, and they'll barely put their finger in front of it, and it comes on. No, so. what you do is you go to the second sink, and then the first sink starts working. Yeah, right. Well, ours at work, I, I work in a warehouse, and right. ours at work only lasts about 10 to 12 seconds. Then you've got to pull your hand away and do it again to get some more water. Right, and that's... Right, that's that's by design. I th- there is a timer that you can mm-hmm. increase that or or decrease it, but uh, yeah, it's it's all for water conservation. But the cool thing is, the water was always cold in the winter time, and now they've installed these boxes underneath. So soon as the water goes through there, it's yeah. instantly hot. Uh, yeah, that that's it's basically on and off. That's yeah. basically like a tankless water here or a point right. of use. It's just on a smaller scale. I was going to say that's the big knock on a lot of those faucets that people tell me is that they don't run long enough. For the water to get hot every time you put my hand under there for the 10 12 seconds you're talking about the water comes out cold and probably by the time 15 seconds or it should start warming up though then it shuts off again now those sensor ones we were just talking about in the kitchen yeah. mm-hmm. how do you know how hot you want it or cold or is it going to be one temperature at all times when you install those <laughs> we'll just edit that out julie <laughs> we you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, do you control the heat? Yeah, you can. St- you still, uh... God, you know what? I don't know that one. Ooh. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, no, that's our... the plumber. We will delete this yes, question right. for further mark investigation. That. Yeah, mark that. No, because all you see them do is swipe their hand yeah. to wash dishes. Right. But how do you control heat or cold yeah, coming I'm, out? God, I, you know what? And I have such little limited experience with those. I've only done, like, two of them. And oh. one, one was a huge problem. That's how I know about the wire touching. <laughs> well, the, yeah. I know there's the kind <clears throat> where um, you touch, just touch it. You don't <clears throat> have to turn it or anything. You touch it to go on and touch it to go off. Like if right. your hands are full or something, you can hit it with your elbow or something. Right. But then there's, like you said, the kind that where you just wait, like a magic thing where you wave it. So. Yeah. Somebody's going to have to Google that because that's killing me. Find out like a Delta touchless faucet and see how so, it's So we're talking for a fourth show now with yeah. the answer man. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. The question that you didn't hear us ask because Chris didn't know. Because he didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm going to definitely edit that out. If this out. was a live show, people would be Googling it right now, and they'd be calling in. No, there would definitely be the cough button, let's go to commercial or something. Because... <laughs> Chris would be installing 15 of those on Saturday. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. The commercial, the commercial would be yeah. for C&D Plumbing. Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, um, I do have one thing that we should mention. Mm-hmm. A shout out. You're going to be at an expo in March, right? That's right. I'll be at the expo in uh, it's March 24th, I believe. All day. It's a Saturday. That's right. So come out and see us. We will be there. I will be there as well. Julie's always there, and I'll be looking for Lori so I can explain <laughs> to her. Right. I can tell her all about how your husband is right. You 
keep the grease in the jars and throw it out when the jar gets full. I think you should give her a pack of bacon. <laughs> I should. I think I'll do that. I've got $5 for you, too, I for answering that. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> That's right. Yeah, you know, we can also help here with marital problems. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, call Chris the plumber right. if you're having issues at home. Believe me, I've seen it all in the houses. It's all right. You can, t- you can talk about it in front of me. Do we have... Uh, um, I mean, we can edit this, but do we have information that he can give for his company and the number? Well, yeah, we always do that at the end. Okay. So I don't, I don't think I have any more material. Do you have anything that came to your head? No, that's about all I have. Okay. So Chris, tell us how people can find you. They can find me um, at, well, they can call me certainly at 216-703-7007. Or they can go to cd-plumbing.com. Get to my website. Mighty fine one, too, I must say. <laughs> I did his website. Yes, she did the website. What a great design. It's just, it's just gorgeous. <clears throat> um, yeah, and you actually don't even you wave your hand, and it goes to the next page. That's right. I just made that up. I know, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's battery-operated right, website. Battery. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But never the kind of batteries that you want. Mm-mm. So I just wanted to put another shout out to people, you know, hey, you having problems at home with your plumbing, scratching your head, wondering what to do, or like looking to buy something. Should I buy this? Should I buy that? Right. Ask Chris the plumber. You know, you can send it to me too, Julie D at Nordoniehills.news, and I will make sure we talk about it next time. Right. We'll answer your questions. Absolutely. As best we can. Or as and, best you know, I can. If, it's, if it's a big problem, Chris can come out and actually fix it. That's he doesn't right. just answer the questions. He can actually right. fix I actually, the problem. I actually do work, too. <laughs> He's not just a pretty face. <clears throat> if we had a video, you know, sometimes we're, this oh, is no. a brand new podcast say, studio. Oh. <laughs> and for some of my podcasts, I've actually brought in my video camera. So that could happen. Next I was going to say, we're not going to go to that, are we? We could. I know. People, cause people always want to know what you look like when they hear your voice on the radio. That's true. It's it's a mystery kind of thing. That's right. You do have a great radio voice, though. I, I really am a little jealous. <clears throat> there is one more shout-out. As I mentioned before, Jim Davison is making us sound so good. He's a sound engineer for us today. Big round of applause for him. You know, we need a yeah, we Thank need you, like Jim. an applause thing. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, Zach is helping us with the audience. This is our first audience we've ever had. So thank, thank you. you for coming. Right. You're welcome. <laughs> Uh, anybody have anything? Any parting words? Anything else? Bueller, Bueller, anybody else? Anybody? Anybody, anybody else? Do you have to read the credits now? <laughs> I think I think we I think we already kind of did the credits. So, um, but you know we do cre- give credit where credit is due. Right. And speaking of that, thank you for coming today. All right, thank you, Julie. Always good to see you. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll you, do Jim. this again. All right. Till next time. All right, bye everybody. Bye everybody. <laughs>